It's the Ramble Room, bruh. Hi, I'm Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Who are you? I'm Ariana. Really? Uh-huh. I had no idea. Do you know what you are, Ariana? I'm supposed to be being quiet. I was told to shut up before you're, we started recording. So. You're aggressive but nice. <laughs> aggressive but nice for those who don't understand what the hell just... Aggressive but nice. All right, you got a story. Oh, you got a story well, for me. Well, this this is about s- uh, snowboarding and surfing, surfing and skiing, and I don't do any of those three things. But you know who does? But you know who does? Uh, Mary Kate Nashley on uh, the Mary Kate Nashley Sweet Sixteen GameCube video game that we used to play all the time as children. <laughs> oh my gosh, we played that so so much. And then we watched Game Grumps play it, and I realized now, like that game is so freaking long like it's not <laughs> worth the time it's like monopoly but worse yeah it's really it's really bad and like it takes forever for each turn to go through it takes forever to eat for each turn because the cars drive at one mile per hour less than that less <laughs> like, <laughs> it just takes forever and then like the mini games just aren't fun enough i am very loud <laughs> ariana's her turning usual. herself down and so like <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say all the way down um, but yeah, so that's like the most experience I have with skateboarding, uh, with snowboarding and surfing. However, I do want to try it at some point in my life. Not really? Sk- not not snowboarding. I mean, not surfing. I there's so many things. Which one? What do you want to try? I want to try snowboarding at some point or skiing. Oh, I have no interest because I know I'll be that person that runs. You into sounded a- like Trudy. Oh, I have no interest. <laughs> Like, I can't do the Trudy accent. You can. I have no interest in going skiing or snowboarding because I will be that person that dies on their first time trying to learn how to ski. I run smack dab into a tree and die. I know it'll be me. So it's not worth it. That's a nice way to start this <laughs> podcast. Anyway, yeah, video game is the most, like, it's the first thing I thought of because the movie starts with, like, a wave <laughs> and, um... He's like in the wave and there's like a mini game where you're surfing and you have to collect gems and you can, yeah. you can like smash into people and then you'll lose points, but it's yeah. a funny animation when you do. It's great. I love that. I loved that video game. We should play that later. I still have it. I, I yeah. got a new GameCube uh, like <laughs> off of, off of the internet. I don't know if it was eBay, but it was something. Yeah. I was like, cause our old GameCube had broken down because it was old. And I was like, but I still love the GameCube games. I don't care if they're crappy quality and they yeah. stall every five seconds. I'm still playing them, damn it. <laughs> so I had to get a new GameCube. And then you got more games. <laughs> well, the one we played the most as children was Shrek 2. Yeah, Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to anyone who's played Shrek 2 on GameCube. Oh, that it was still slaps. It like was if great. We, if we played it right now, I would have a great time. I know. It's a we great played, story game. We, and ever since she got the new GameCube, we she's purchased more like new, new but old GameCube games. Yeah, ones that we, we hadn't played blew before. Through um, Chronicles Narnia. of Narnia, so like in a day, in an hour, we were like, "Okay, <laughs> that was a great game. See you tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. Done for the day, and it was two p.m. So, <laughs> but it's still fun. So much fun. Anyway, that's beside the point. Johnny Tsunami is the movie we watched. Melissa, yeah, give us a little synopsis. Here's a synopsis. <laughs> it's a 1999 Disney Channel original movie. They were really popping them out like, like nobody's babies. business. The film focuses on a young surfer from Hawaii who must adapt to new challenges when his father's job forces the family to move to Vermont. Now, I'd just like to say before we start that the main character is played by the actor Brandon Baker. 
He didn't really do too much else, but he is now a wedding planner and also a wedding officiant. So all you people getting married. His company's called Simply Eloped, if you're interested. Ooh, I'm going to hire him. When <laughs> Wouldn't I that get be married, awesome? Just be like, yeah, the kid who played ja- Johnny Coppola. You might have to move to California to do it, though, because I think he works okay. out of California. I will say, we're moving to California for a year and then getting married with Johnny's company. Com- company also this whole time that we've been talking about watching johnny tsunami this is the first one that we hadn't watched before yeah because we started watching them for like the movie commentary and we also hadn't watched as children right so this is the first one where we were going in totally blind i didn't Mm -hmm. look up the synopsis i didn't look up anything about this movie Mm -hmm. all i knew is it was called johnny tsunami and when i found out that the grandpa's name is johnny tsunami it's not even the main character's name yeah shit hit me hard i went what? I felt like my life was a lie, and I had only known about this movie for, like, a couple years. I'm, I mean, I will say this movie is fairly good. wasn't yeah. terrible. There were there were some, some things. things. Some things where you're just like, okay, whatever, but that's in most Disney Channel movies. It's but overall, movies. it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Not, not terrible. So it starts off with uh, Johnny. He lives in Hawaii with his mom and dad, Pete and Melanie. And he's got his friends that are all surfs up dude bras. They're they, all they all have Californian accents, which is funny to me since they're supposed to be living in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but um, <laughs> the little his pet. grandpa is a surf legend, Johnny, Johnny Tsunami. tsunami. <laughs> and and he won like a medal that's been in their like family a medal for of a honor time. for. I don't know, being a great surfer. No, there was, we didn't listen to the story at the beginning and that was really on us. So when you watch this movie, if you have any I desire think, to, pay attention to the story at the I beginning. I think it has to do with he surfed like a giant, giant wave. Yeah, giant waves. Unheard of sized waves. I could have sworn it was like he saved somebody's life. But I think I could he did be too. Wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so just so, pay attention to the story that Johnny tells at the beginning. And then uh, they are, he's talking about his grandpa. His grandpa mm. comes by. He's like, let's. Let's go surfing. So then they... There's a kid with puka shells. <laughs> uh, Johnny is go out there surfing, and it's very clearly like adult male stunt doubles yes. doing these surfing giant waves. Like 45-year-old man on the on the wave. Yeah. But they're like, look at Johnny. And it's like, where is he? Behind the giant man? Yeah. <laughs> that ain't him. Yeah. And uh, eventually he's done surfing. Grandpa seems to get along with... With Johnny very well. We'll just call Grandpa Tsunami. Tsunami and uh, Johnny get along really well. And so does the mom. The mom gets along with them. But there's a big divide between Tsunami and the father, Pete. Yes. Pete is very much more, he's not really adventurous. He's much more on the logical side. You know, he does code. (laughs) He's a programmer is what you're looking for there. Well, the programmer is, uh, he's... Got the deepest V I've ever seen on this it's shirt that he's wearing. It's not a deep V. He just doesn't have his shirt buttoned <laughs> at all. It's open, Mel. It's but, not buttoned at the bottom. I know you thought it was buttoned halfway down, but, but it's totally open. But from where he's sitting, it looks like he's just halfway unbuttoned, like he wanted a real deep V. <laughs> no, but his shirt is just gaping open. And he's I working also, from home. I'd also like to say that Johnny has the hottest parents and the hottest grandpa. Like, his grandpa looks pretty damn good for oh, his yeah. age. And his parents are also really hot. And, you know, Pete's not approving of Johnny's constantly going off surfing. He thinks it's a waste of time. Well, and he he clearly has, like, some daddy issues when it comes to Tsunami. Because he's like, 
he's just turning into be like just like my father, and I'm trying to raise him. And so it's you know, the mom is talking to Pete. She says, uh, "Are we going to tell him?" Which apparently they're supposed to be moving in one week to Vermont, which for that's a job some transfer bullshit. for the dad. They, you know, they knew for months that yeah. that was happening, and just decided to tell Johnny a week, a week before, before they go. What the fuck? That's messed up. Like. <laughs> who who just tells their kid a week before they move? Hey, we're leaving. It's like you hey, should back, have back your shit. We're running out of here. <laughs> it's like okay, give me at least uh, twenty four hours. Yeah, it's like I don't understand. That was messed up. Um, then they so Johnny reluctantly is like, well, I don't really have a choice. He wasn't really reluctant though. They were like, are you okay with this? And he goes, it's fine. Yeah, but he, he looked upset. But he was like, it's okay, and he just walked out. Yeah, but I'm saying he's not excited to go. That's no. reluctantly going. It's not like he's like, yeah, let's go. He doesn't really have a choice. So then when they get there, he wants to call his grandpa, and the dad's like, no, I don't think so. Give it give it some he time. He says, leave. So we're supposed to be moving forward, not looking back at what we left in Hawaii. It's like, what the hell? It's his grandfather. Let him call him. I don't understand the dad for most of this movie. For all of the movie. Because <laughs> he just seems a little... Nothing he says makes sense. No. Uh, and then um, Johnny it goes to this private school in Vermont. But the nickname for the kids that go to this school are the Skies. Sky. There's also a public school called Maple Valley. Because the sky is the limit. <laughs> Maple Valley, they're called the Urchins. Which, which is offensive. Yeah, it's a bit unfair. Don't really approve of... There's a lot of divide, a lot of prejudice in this, which mm-hmm. I thought was really mm-hmm. funny. They try to mask it with, like, snowboarding versus skiing, public but school it, versus private school. But it's racism. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's really just got this undertone of racism going on. Yeah. Um, well, and it's, like, it's very West Side Story-esque. Like, yeah. There's the a sharks big divide. and the jets, the snowboarders and the skiers, skiers the urchins and the skies. Yeah. Okay. And Johnny's not fitting in at the school. There's a mean guy, Brett, who's clearly just jealous of Johnny. Who I've seen in something, and I looked at his IMDb page, and I couldn't find it. So he's uncredited somewhere, and I know him. Yeah. And he comes to school. He doesn't have his uniform the first day, which at first we were like, why wouldn't he already have his uniform? Yeah. Then we find out by his second or third day. His uniform came in, so it Finally. looks like he was just waiting for it, especially since apparently this was a last-minute thing, which I find hard to believe. Yeah, they were like, oh, we have a house and furniture all set up, and we haven't been planning this for months. We just found out last week, so that's why we're telling you now. <laughs> Bull crap, I call fake. And we're also introduced to Emily. So Brett's the mean guy. Emily hangs out with this mean group, but I'd like to say she's very flip-floppy. Because they're, they're the popular people. Yeah, they're the popular group. So, she, of course, she, she wants to hang out with them. Right. And she is the headmaster's daughter. And of Brett this clearly school. has like a crush on her. Yeah, Brett has a crush on her. And Johnny also kind of has a thing for her. Mm-hmm. And it's not that she's not nice, but she's also pretty flip flip She's She's two faced. Yeah. She can't pick between being nice and being popular. Yeah, she'll put on a nice face for whoever. And then as soon as, you know. She won't stand up for people, really. No, she's... She does it maybe once or twice, and it doesn't really have much of an effect. Um, So she's just trying to fit in. They, the mean guys are obsessed with Johnny. They keep bothering him. Brett is like, oh, he nicknames him Hawaii, which is just, like, really dumb. They're like, I bet you've never skied before. And Johnny, trying to be cool and be like, yeah, I have. 
<laughs> yeah. He lies to them. He says, yeah, I've skied a few times. And they're like, oh, you won't mind coming with us then. Well, yeah, because he's trying to fit in. Yeah. Then they go skiing. Brett and his friend push Johnny, like, down the hill. Johnny has no experience on skis. He could have literally died. He could have, but he didn't because it was a he stunt didn't. double. <laughs> it was a stunt double at work going through this. Dis- it's like kind of a classic skiing down a slope, not knowing what you're doing, going too fast and running into people. Yeah. Like they do it in Better Off Dead. They do it in Last Holiday. They do it in many things where yeah. it's just like. Okay. It happens a lot. However, this is one thing I want to give Brink credit for. Because <laughs> listen, I do not like that movie. I'll never watch it again. But at least their stunt doubles looked like the kids. <laughs> yeah. Like you, and even you if, and tell. maybe they didn't even have some stunt doubles. Like maybe some of the actors were stunt doubles. Yeah. Which would honestly be like a credit to the stunt double who's like, let me, let me, let me try this. Right. But like with this movie and Can of Worms, that you can tell it's a stunt double. You can tell it's an 80 year old man instead of a two year old child. Mm-hmm. Like, like I will give Brink credit for appropriate stunts yeah done by people who actually look like kids like they could be a child or could be eric von denton yeah uh so he fails at skiing they're all laughing at him he's like whatever so he leaves then his uniform comes in but he goes to school he decides he's gonna wear his hawaiian shirt as an undershirt for this uniform instead of with a tie and his blazer which looked terrible yeah it didn't look good (laughs) like i'd rather wear the uniform at that point Yeah. So then he goes and sees the headmaster. The headmaster seems chill. He's like, listen, he gives him a reasonable explanation. He's like, do you know why we wear uniforms? Because I'm pretty sure nobody told you. And then Johnny's like, no, I haven't been told. So he, you know, tells him it's just a form of unity so that people aren't worrying about. Distracted and who's who's wearing what. dressed better than who. You're all uniform and you can focus on your inner self. Yeah. And that was chill. And then he's like, all right, have a good day. And he's like, okay, bye. So, Headmaster seems cool. <laughs> seems. Seems is, is the, the key word. Is the key word here. Seems um, is the word of the day. So, he gets on the bus, and we are introduced to the character Sam. Sam Sterling. Oh. Who is the best character in the movie. We agree. Best character. Yeah. No, I'm waiting for the day that we disagree on the best character. Yeah. I'm it's sure probably going to be around High School Musical, but. <laughs> I'm sure we will disagree. <laughs> But so far, it's well, there's always been yeah. one fantastic character in this yeah. movie. It's Sam. It's Sam. Sam um, kind of immediately just accepts Johnny, which is really sweet. And he's he, super cute. Yeah, he's super cute. He he says to Johnny, he's basically explaining the divide between skies and urchins, and he introduces Johnny to snowboarding, which Johnny yeah. prefers because it's more similar to surfing. Not really, but... But it's, it's one board instead of two sticks yeah. on your feet. So He's more comfortable learning snowboarding. He's like, this could probably be easier for me. But right. he soon learns that it's not. They're very different. Yeah. Also, when Johnny is introducing himself to Sam, Sam goes, hey, I'm Sam. Hi, Jan- Johnny Capola. Capahala. Capahala? Yes. Capahala. But who introduces himself by the first and last name when they first Hi, I'm Ariana. Hi, I'm Melissa Rounds. Like, no one, I've never introduced myself by my first and last name. Unless somebody's asked me, oh, yeah. what's your last name? Yeah. Rounds? And usually people ask your last name when you're, like, registering for something. Or interviewing. <laughs> it's never, like, it's never in just like, a casual introduction. Melissa Rounds. And no, because then, then later you're like, oh, I'll follow you on Instagram. What's your handle? And then usually you find out their last name because that's yeah, their that's handle. that's true. <laughs> like, nowadays that's what it is. That's true. That's how you find out people's last names now. So then they keep 
doing these snowboarding montage type things, which I don't mind because unlike Brink, they actually used some pretty good songs during these montages of snowboarding and skiing. They use good songs, but they also use like different clips. Like you could tell it was a different mountain or a different day. Like right. with Brink, it was thing. the same thing over and over again, the same tricks. Like I was yeah. like, all right, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> Out of my mind. <laughs> So now Johnny is is pretty well versed in snowboarding after this montage with Sam. They're like BFFs now. Yep. And we're introduced to Sam's dad, who is also hot, and he's in the service. Um, <laughs> Melissa just had a crush on everybody in this movie, except for the main character. Yeah, not the main characters, but definitely the parents. The parents, the parents know, and Sam. They just cast some pretty hot parents. The parents okay? and Sam really stole the heart on this one. <laughs> they really did. Uh <laughs> So they're becoming good friends. There's a lot of near-death experiences in this movie. Yeah. So Johnny, he is now a snowboarder. And now people at the Sky School are calling him an urchin. Yeah, which, honestly, I'd rather be an urchin than a Sky. They seem a lot less uh, Judgmental. cruel. Cruel and judgmental. And Emily says, so you're a snowboarder now? And he goes, yeah, I bet you couldn't snowboard. And she kind of feels like she's being challenged. So then she meets up with Sam. And Johnny, and they teach her how to snowboard. We have another montage. Yes, we have another montage of te- learning how to snowboard. And then we get to like this <clears throat> this part where she's like, all right, I feel comfortable enough. Emily does. And they're like, no, we should probably like stick on the easy course. And she's like, Haha, no. And she just jumps off a freaking cliff <laughs> like nobody's business. And then she's like, ah, she's like dying because she's yeah. tumbling down a mountain. And then it goes cliff and she falls off of that. She's literally hanging by a thread. She legit almost dies. Then Sam and Johnny don't know what to do. They're standing at the edge of the cliff. Sam very bravely decides. Like, okay, I'm going to try and get her. Yeah, he's going to try and get her. He ends up also falling. Now there's two people on the side of the cliff. So then Johnny's like, shit, I got to go. I got to go find help. Sam says, go get ski patrol. And he's so like, all right, I'm going. snowboards his way through these cliffs and hills and rocks. Meanwhile, back at the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, Back are at you the good? Ranch. Emily, are you good? Are you good? And she's like, no, I can't get my footing because of this board. So Sam risks his life, almost falls off the dang mountain <laughs> to try and get her snowboard off, unclicked from her feet. Also, who's paying for that snowboard now? Exactly. Sam's the true hero. Uh, her dad seems rich. That's true. So then, yeah. <laughs> her dad's got money. So then Johnny's snowboarding, trying to find a, someone to help. He gets ski patrol. The ski patrol guy's like, all right. Let's go. Get on the back. Let's go. Get on the back of my snowmobile. So then they're Where are riding. They? He drops down some rope. They're pulling up Emily. Emily gets to the top, and Emily and Johnny look at each other and having this intimate stare down. <laughs> and Sam from the down below is like, that's all very touching, but would you mind saving me first? <laughs> He's like, please, for the love of God, I'm dying here. <laughs> Which is when we fully we confirmed. We both were like, this Sam man. is the best well, character. because Sam has this ugly hat, right? <laughs> it It's a terrible hat. It looks like he's got hair, but, like, long hair, but it's not. It's just It's, cloth like, purple and blue. And red and, like, maroon colored. It's weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird winter hat. But Johnny goes to touch it, and he goes, ah, 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 don't touch it. You're not yeah. cool enough yet. Yeah. And that was, like, our first, like, <laughs> this kid's funny. And then as soon as he said that, we said, best character by far, this kid. Love him. Which eventually Sam gives Johnny the oh, same the hat. The same hat. And he goes, oh, I'm cool enough to wear this ugly hat now? <laughs> you're joining the ugly hat club. It means you're cool. <laughs> it means you're officially an urchin. 
And this whole incident with Emily causes Brett to be pissed off. Oh, yeah. Because he does care about Emily. Maybe not, well, yeah. in the, doesn't go about it in the right way, but he does seem to genuinely have a crush my, on her. My assumption is that Brett and Emily have grown up there. Yeah. Like their whole lives. Yeah, probably. And this new kid is coming and like messing things up and he's not happy about it. So right. I get it. Johnny goes home. <laughs> We're getting to a good part, guys. Johnny goes home. And, and and his his dad Pete kind of scolds him. Yeah, he's and, upset, and he's like, "Go to your room." So Johnny goes to his room, or so we think. Because guess where he is? I guarantee you, you can guess where this bitch is. He, he is, is listening at on the staircase again. Another person. We need to, we seriously need to keep tallies of because we have Brink, we have this movie. Halloween Town. It's in Halloween Town. Um, I'm pretty sure Can of Worms because they call yeah. him weird or whatever. Every movie. It's always at the freaking staircase. Um, so he's listening at the staircase. He's listening to his mom and dad kind of argue. Mom is way more understanding. And she seems to be the only person that gets what's going on. And dad is really dumb. Yeah. Dad's <laughs> an idiot. Dad sucks, honestly. She's saying to him, you have to let him make these mistakes. And you have to let him learn from it. You can't just block him from doing anything in his life. And you also have to let him have fun. And dad is just not getting it through his big brain his big programmer brain also there's this whole thing about how she says or he says he's so much like his grandfather and the mom's like yeah what's, what's so bad about that what's wrong with that and i just like to say parents should not let their baggage with, with their fa- yeah. their parents affect the relationship between their kid and their grandparent Oh, yeah. You shouldn't do that. You should allow them to have that a healthy relationship with their grandparents. And that's what, like, our parents always did was... I know. It's it like, just, form your own opinion. You can't do that to your kids. <laughs> um, Then he goes back to school and Emily's ignoring him. She's all upset, but I'd just like to say... It's, it was her fault. It's her fault. You're right. Like, they're all pissed because she's mad because she's in trouble with her dad. And, and then Johnny goes and tells the dad... It was my fault, even though it was not, because they mm-hmm. were like, let's, like, keep you on, like, the, the easy course. And she's like, no, let's go jump off a cliff. <laughs> and yeah, then she, she blames Johnny, and then Johnny takes the fall, and she's still mad at him because she thinks that he talked to her dad and made things worse. Right. I don't so, get it. I don't get Emily. I do not like her. I don't get her either. She's she's not making too much sense in this no. in this movie. And then... Um, oh, and the girl who plays Emily is um the girl who plays Xenon. Yes. Way, fun fact. Oh, yeah, that's true. We forgot to say that. Sorry. Brett and Johnny have another confrontation, but more serious. Mm-hmm. Brett is saying the snowboarders can't skate on this mountain, skate, whatever, board on this mountain because the skiers belong to this side of the mountain. Yeah. And they're like, no, this shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like this. We shouldn't be divided. Brett's like, I don't care. Then he starts pushing Johnny. Johnny f- defends himself and fights back. And then... In classic fashion, Johnny ends up getting the blame for this from the headmaster, well, yeah. from everyone. It's so fucked up. I hate it. Because the headmaster's known Brett his whole life, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, he's going to believe Brett. So dumb. Like You're the worst. And then Snow Patrol breaks up the fight before, it gets, Patrol. before it gets too... Before it gets too crazy, and they sing the song, We'll do it's it Ski Patrol. Not Snow Patrol. Ski Patrol. I know, but Snow Patrol comes and saves them by singing Chasing Cars. But that's not in the movie, so. 
<laughs> it's so, ski patrol. So Johnny's getting in trouble by the headmaster, and his parents are there. His dad looks super disappointed, but the mom looks confused because she believes her son like a good mother should. Yeah. And the headmaster says, it may not be fair, but that's the way it is, which is the exact same thing that almost every uh, passive racist in this world says. <laughs> yeah. It may not be fair, but that's just the way there is. Yeah. We can't do anything about it. It's like, what the hell kind of mentality is that? You're the headmaster, for God's sake. Do something. Fix it. Such Felix. an idiot. So, like we said earlier, he seemed chill, but he clearly isn't. No. He's got his own prejudice issues. Um. So the dad is mad. The mom is way more understanding. And the she- dad is mad. The mom is bomb. <laughs> and she, you know, she kind of is getting after Pete because she's saying, you can't... Um, you can't be so hard on him because he also banishes him from hanging out with, with Sam. Sam. Yeah, he blames with Sam. any of the urchins. Exactly, he blames Sam and the urchins for this. Sam. Which this is that's what bothered me the most was that it was Emily's fault. Mm-hmm. Johnny took the blame, and then the dad thinks it's Sam's fault. Right. So the only one who got out really scot free was Emily, and she shouldn't have. Yeah, it's her fault. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's really upsetting. Sam also wants to speak to Johnny, and the dad is the like, no. like, no. You shouldn't. But the mom says, you can speak to him. You got like five minutes. So he's like, okay. He tells Johnny that he and his dad are moving to Iceland. Because that's where his dad is stationed. But he says, man, I'm so over the cold. <laughs> Probably the best He's line. like, I'm tired of moving to places that are cold. <laughs> <laughs> so funny (laughs) and then johnny tells this to his parents and his dad goes well maybe this is the best thing for you and it's like what it's like that's so that's such an insensitive thing to say to your kid when their best friend is moving away and johnny explains this to his dad and his dad is still not being understanding my best friend moved away when i was in eighth grade she went to she moved to florida and i remember crying so much and mom and dad never once were like well honey this is like (laughs) <laughs> it's probably for the best or or you never know what God has in, has planned. It was always, I understand how you're feeling right now and you can just cry it out. It was never like, suck it up. It's for the best. Yeah. Like, you got to let a kid mourn the loss of their best friend, especially his first friend in Vermont. Exactly. Which Johnny explains to his dad. Dad is still so stubborn. He like sends his son up to his room and the mom is yelling at him saying, what happened to the man I fell in love with who who wasn't so unhappy and filled with this like resentfulness of their father and now their son. And, you know, she kind of gets after him. It's all because Pete can never serve. Yep. I'm convinced. Pete was like, I don't know how to swim. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't know how to swim. I can't Uh, breathe underwater. I'm not a mermaid. I'm not in the 13th year. Then the parents go up to Johnny's room and find he's left a note. On his uh, laptop. He and Sam have run away to Hawaii. Which, honestly, whole mood. Running away with your best friend to Hawaii? Sounds like my kind of thing. Let's go, baby. I'm doing it. Hello, I am Joseph Drede, but you can just call me Drede, and you're listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DEFG. I forgot the title of our show for a minute there. This is my co-host, Drede, and I what will be doing Hold all on. of the talking no, no, today. No, 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 no. I don't even think so. Not after you abandoned me last time, after I bore my soul to you about murdering someone. 
You want me to do it again? No, but you could then at least... stop talking about it. You could at least let me have a voice. I'd like to say what I want to say, Drudy, even if it is Not isn't... when it makes you convicted murder. Why not? It's just a you show. You know how many shows... You know how many people I have necking at my door? Necking or knocking? Judy, you really need to work on some stuff there. Necking is very different from knocking. Just tell me what the fucking product is. The product today is aggressive and nice. What the hell is that? Aggressive and nice? Yes, a seamstress. A seamstress? In your house forever. Is that like a robot seamstress? No, a real live lady who comes, stays in your basement and does your clothes. Seamstresses don't necessarily do clothes. What do you mean by that? They seam up your clothes. So they seam up my clothes. What's the point of hiring... Do I hire the seamstress? No. she. Well, you pay for her. And she stay in your basement for the rest of her life. And has a lifetime warranty. So if she dies before you're done using her, you just break, give us her ashes and we'll hold give on, you a new on. girl. She's not a robot? No, she's real life. She's just pulse. We have five of them back there right now. But... We, I mean, this sounds like something Trudy could get into, but I don't know about everyone. This isn't for everyone. This is just for kind of freak shows like me, you know? <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're not selling that today, Trudy, because freak shows what? like you would buy it. What? Exactly. Well, the product today <clears throat> is soap. Oh, soap. Well, that's very different from a human-slash-robot-not-robot seamstress. What is soap? Soap you can put on your body, cleans you up. Come to That's think what of it, it does? come to think of it, I'm thinking of wax. <laughs> <laughs> you don't put soap on your surfboard to make it slide nicer. You put wax, but it looks like bars. <laughs> <laughs> we retail this for five dollars. <laughs> A two-on-one wax and soap bar. I've heard that either way you eat wax or soap is not good. It doesn't taste good. So maybe they are the same thing, Drudy. Could maybe be. they are. It's two in one. You can melt the wax, make a candle out of it. You could melt the soap, make poop out of it. You can have <laughs> What? You can just have fun. This podcast is a mess. And we're going to go back to it now. So we find out, Sam and... No, we're back? You just, like, jump into it? Yeah, we're just getting right into it, Ariana. Sam and Johnny arrive in Hawaii. They apparently snuck onto Sam's father's military plane, which... Is highly illegal and, and highly I, dangerous. And I feel like they would have been caught immediately. You can't just what? sneak onto a military plane that goes to Hawaii. But they're so small. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they would have been caught. And uh, they meet up with Tsunami. The grandpa. And the grandpa, I'd like to say he's slightly wrong here. Slightly? Okay, he's pretty wrong he here. He kidnaps them, essentially. <laughs> he, The kids are there, and he, he calls the dad and says, your kids are fine. Uh, and then he says, I'm not going to bring them back until they want to come back. <laughs> and Pete's like, no. You're I'm keeping your children back. until they don't until they don't want to be here anymore. And it's like, what kid would want to leave Hawaii? So you're just going to keep them there until they're 40? I don't think so. And so, but they ended up wanting to come back. Well, so. that's because Grandpa actually has a secret little trick up he his had sleeve. A plan. Yeah. So they spend the day teaching Sam how to surf. Now 
because Sam spent all that time teaching Johnny how to snowboard, so it's only fair that Johnny would teach him how to surf. And uh, Tsunami's also helping out. Sam finally gets the hang of it. They're having a campfire at night. And Tsunami throws down the wisdom. He's talking to them about, you know, you don't have waves up in Vermont. And and Sam's like, yeah, I've been there my whole life. And we don't have any waves. Well, not my whole life, but for like five or four years. Yeah. He's like, we don't have any waves up there. And then Tsunami says, well, there's different types of waves in your life. You got the snow, but you also have. There's water, snow mounds that can be waves, hills, valleys. Situations that you don't want to be in. Yeah, he's just talking metaphorical waves in your life. Truth bomb! <laughs> he's like, you got to surf those waves, kids. No matter what they are, where you are. Even when they hit you like a tsunami. <laughs> he does not say that, but no, I wish doesn't. he did. I wish he would have made it very corny, <laughs> but I would have loved it. And uh, after this, Johnny has had a change of heart. He's like, okay. I mean, I, I've got to face this part of my life and just accept that this is where I'm at now. I can't always run away to Hawaii and just ignore my problems. Right. So they spent like a day in Hawaii. A day in two two days. Yeah, maybe two days. And then they come back to Vermont, but Tsunami wants to come with them. Yeah, he's like, I'll visit my son. Why don't we have fun? And Pete is not happy Pete about this. Pete is pissed. Tsunami was like, son, fun. Pete pissed. <laughs> and... Uh, eventually, Pete and Tsunami have, have a heart-to-heart where yeah. you want to tell them what, what the hell Pete was doing <laughs> with his I would just hand. like to say, if you watch this film, please only watch Pete's hand during this scene where he's talking to his father yeah, out so there's, in their backyard. There's a, there's a scene beforehand where Tsunami and Johnny are on like a porch swing. Yeah. And that is your cue to start paying attention to when the dad is on the screen. Because Pete right. will show up and have a heart-to-heart with his father, and he does some weird shit with his hand on the snow that's on like the railing of the deck yeah he's weirdly touching the snow it's clearly not real snow but he's like he's just barely tapping it while he's like, giving his lines it's, it's almost really like weird. it was like really hot and he like went to touch it and was like ow, 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 ow. <laughs> but he keeps touching it for like he's like he's like i like pain minutes. he's like i like pain oh i like pain i like pain ah, ah. he's masochistic yeah, he's like, like this feels so bad it feels good <laughs> weird it's beat is weird it's the weirdest part of the movie i gotta say yeah 100 <laughs> percent. uh but john not johnny pete and tsunami have a heart to heart tsunami tells him listen i realized i couldn't keep making you like me because you didn't like being in the water you didn't like fishing you didn't like the lifestyle that i did and he said and maybe i did it went about it the wrong way Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to do the same thing to your son. And Tsunami even opens up. He's like, my dad was like you. He like he didn't hated swim. Swimming. He didn't surf. He didn't whatever. He goes, it must skip a generation. Which yeah. most things do. <laughs> and after this heart to heart, Pete decides to be more understanding, more supportive of his son. And he doesn't want to drive away his son like he's been driven away from his dad. He wants to, you know, mend those relationships, which is, you know kind of the obvious lesson learned that i think was going to happen anyway yeah (laughs) tsunami and johnny go snowboarding because tsunami wants to go he's like i want to see your world now i want to go snowboarding with you and johnny's like tsunami whips it out that's (laughs) i mean no i'll just stop talking before they go snowboarding (laughs) 
You have to, you have to preface, you have to tell them what I meant. <laughs> like, quickly. Like, no. like, they're going to think something weird happens in this movie. No. <laughs> okay, well, he They're will. logging off now. <laughs> Hurry, <laughs> tell them what happens. Okay, fine. I'll say, what she means by that is that Tsunami is like a pro snowboarder. He's amazing at snowboarding. Um, apparently he had time to go learn how to do this too. And Johnny's like, what the fuck, grandpa? Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, we're stunt double. I was going to say before this, there's a character at the ski shop named Ronnie who runs the ski shop. And there's a character oh. at the s- snowboard shop named Randy. Who's obsessed with Johnny tsunami. Yeah. Randy's obsessed with tsunami. So when he finally meets him, he freaks out. He's got mm-hmm. a soul patch, but he walks up to them <laughs> I just like the you detail. Said that, you said that like it was like not a big deal. He's a soul patch. And anyway, so then <laughs> he's at a soul patch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he comes up. Don't focus on the soul patch. He comes up with an N95 mask over Which his face. scary. Because I was like, oh, Corona. <laughs> because you're watching this movie where there's no Corona and people aren't walking around the ski lodge with masks on. They're going to get hot cocoa. No mask. They're going to the store. No mask. Going to school. No mask. And then all of a sudden he shows up with a mask and it was terrifying. And I'm assuming it's because he's painting boards back there, like doing spray paint and stuff. But they still didn't give us an answer to that. They never explain why he's got the mask on. But still. I'm assuming coronavirus. It's like Randy's way ahead of his time, you guys. He knows what's up. (laughs) Yes. Um, So there's that whole meeting. It's very triggering. Then we get to this. Then the grandpa whips it out. Yeah, then the grandpa whips it out, as Ariana said, meaning whips out his special snowboarding skills. <laughs> I meant to say, like, like tears it up. That's what my brain was going to say. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I went, I went, whips it out. <laughs> and uh, the grandpa and Johnny are having a good time, and Brett comes to ruin it all. <laughs> Brett- Naturally. Brett now is confronting the grandpa, saying, He's like, what weirdo did you bring to the slopes today, Johnny? <laughs> And Hawaii. Tsunami, clearly too old for this shit, is already over it. He's, He's like, like, I'm his grandfather, you fuckface. Eventually, this confrontation turns into a showdown. There's going to be a race. Skier versus snowboarder. Johnny versus Brett. And the potato reward. versus potato. <laughs> and the reward is that the winner will get Johnny Tsunami's medal, and <laughs> they will get control of the mountain. They get to snowboard or ski on whatever side of the mountain they want or basically get to pick which mountain side of the mountain they want to so then johnny is having another there's another heart to heart there's way too many hearts hearts in the old disney channels yeah and johnny's talking to his dad and his dad (laughs) he mentions the race and his dad says well i'll be there and i hope you win and you know he's working on being more supportive of his son and then we get to the day of the showdown, Tsunami, Pete, Melanie, the parents are all there. Sam, who was supposed to have moved away, magically his dad is able to push it off one more day so that Sam can see this race, which that doesn't seem real. <laughs> if the military wants you to move, you're moving. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, he shows up with all of the urchins and they're we- wearing Hawaiian shirts in support. Yep. Real cute, real sweet. <laughs> and then the race happens, Ari. And the race is on! <laughs> Brett, what does Brett do? The first thing Brett does is he just takes Johnny's face and shoves it, <laughs> and then Johnny falls on his ass, and he's like, ah, yeah, 
Then the second thing he does is Johnny catches up. And the second thing Brett does is he shoves him again. And just keeps shoving him. <laughs> and Johnny's like, damn it. And he's off course. <laughs> and then the third thing Brett does once Johnny catches up again is try to shove him again. <laughs> and Johnny's like, not this time, bitch. And he's like, I'm pushing back. And then they're in a full speed chase while, uh, you know, trying to not get the skis and snowboard mixed together and tumble over on fall on their butts. And then they do some cool stunts. They jump over hills and two adult men are doing adult, stunts. Adult men, uh, you know, maybe if women, you if you want to watch some adult stunt doubles do some really cool surfing tricks, some really cool snowboarding tricks, some really cool skiing tricks, this is the movie for you. If you are wanting authentic, <laughs> this is not the movie for you. <laughs> If you want a real 13-year-old doing these crazy ski tricks. That's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so go there first. Uh, they get to the end of the race. Johnny ends up winning anyway, despite Brett's attempts. Well, because Brett does not have a come-to-Jesus moment. Right. Like, he stays angry at Johnny, and he stays, like, his bitter self. He's just a jerk. The entire time. And I love that, because <laughs> while character development is great, at the same time, it's like... How many times do you see that? Yeah. Most of the time, if you're an ass, you stay an ass, even after you've been beating the shit out of. Right. You don't they, have a humbling moment. Yeah, they always try to have a redeeming moment for the it's bully. Like, no, they don't always need to be redeemable, have a redeemable quality. But Johnny Some does people suck. Johnny does pull a brink and try oh, yeah. to help Brett up. He does. He goes after he wins the race, though. He goes back and helps. But Brett Whereas, doesn't accept it. So I guess it's not really a brink moment because Brink wouldn't finish the race until he was up. Yeah, I guess that's true, but. Brett was kind of already down by the time they got to the finish line. They both got to the finish line pretty much at the same time. Just Johnny was a little bit more forward. Then Pete, the dad, is literally wild now. He's like, I'm throwing a party at our house. It's like, whoa, Pete, you went from zero to 100 real quick. Now this party is happening at their house, and Emily is now all into Johnny because he won the race. Once again, being very flip-floppy. Fake, bitch. <laughs> And then we find out that this whole entire origin of the skies versus the urchins is due to Ronnie and Randy, Ronnie and Randy, the ski shop and the snowboard shop owners who are twins played by the same actor (laughs) and their divide. They were always kind of um, their parents basically got divorced. Mm -hmm. That kind of divided them because one went to the private school, one went to the public, one loved skiing, one loved snowboarding. And they just kind of had this divide between each other. When the father passed away 10 years ago, he left this ski mountain and ski lodge to the sons. And Together, they, collectively. They are the ones that split up the mountain. But now, they're deciding to bring it back together because of Johnny, which makes no sense. <clears throat> which is so dumb. Because <laughs> it's like, if you really think about it, like... If you and I had a feud, right? Like, such a bad feud that we didn't even talk to each other and we, like, split everything. Mm-hmm. A random kid from Hawaii snowing, snowing, <laughs> s- snowboarding on our mountain wouldn't change that. We'd go, yeah, okay, and <laughs> we own the bitch. We get to decide. Just because you had a weird agreement with Brett here means nothing to us. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, a random I kid don't, from Hawaii it wouldn't make any sense. I know. I don't know how that solved their problems. They were like, you know what? Problems. This kid from Hawaii has a point. We really should let the snowboarders snowboard wherever they please, because it's essentially the same thing. Which, it's yeah, that's snow true. Sport. But why wouldn't they have just done that? Why didn't they decide that earlier? Because earlier it seemed like 
<clears throat> the whole reason they did that was because of the kids at Sky School, like, made that rule. Right. Not that there was a whole origin story where there was, like, a snowboarder and skier who had a falling out. Yeah. It's weird. They I also just don't seem... know why they would be affected by Johnny's snowboarding. Yeah. It's a little weird. Prowess. I don't get it. Whatever. But the movie ends with some alliteration that Ronnie and Randy have reconciled. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> I know you did. I have every faith in you that you did. At the end of the movie, and was like, this will be good. <laughs> Ronnie and Randy, Reconciliation. That should have been the name of the sequel. If you can't tell, I'm not laughing. <laughs> okay, what's the moral of the story? Ari? I thought you were selling the moral this time. First. Oh, sure. I can go first. My moral of the story, I kind of already said it, is that parents should not let their baggage with their family members or even including their own parents, affect their kids' relationship with their family. Good point. You can't, you can't bring your own baggage and your resentment and expect your son to feel the same way about their grandfather. You just can't. Yeah. Aerie? <clears throat> My moral of the story is, sorry, brah. That's your moral of the story. How no. profound. I know. It speaks to a lot. I say sorry all the time. I just need to start adding brah at the end. Sorry, brah. Brah. I hate it so much. They call it, they said bra. They say bra. A lot. Bra. Bra. They don't say bra. They say bra. Sorry, bra. Listen, bra, I gotta go. Listen, bra, I gotta take my bra off. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bras, it's time for my bra to come off. So y'all right? bras gotta go home. <laughs> right, bra? So yeah, that's, I'm not, I'm not giving multiple morals of the story. I'm sticking with my one-liner and calling it grand. Okay. Well, next week we're watching Genius. Which, again, I've never seen it. Never seen it either. Don't know anything about it. Won't look anything up about it either. Going um, in blind, baby. Well, we will see you next week. Kilimanjaro, New York City and Times Square. Came in the islands and that little cafe in Bel Air. London, England, Paris Island, Mexico. Land down under, there's a million places I can go. But I'm in your